welcome to On the Shelf episode number 16 of... Brutal Battle. Uh, some people may be saying, what? What do my ears hear? On the Shelf episode? How long has that been? It's been a long time. It's been many, many months. What happened was the whole COVID thing hit, and then we weren't really going anywhere, and then we're still not really going many places to, you know, do the best we can to do our part, but Rebecca said yesterday, you know, we can go to a liquor store and get some new beers that we don't just already have in the house to, like, do an on-the-shelf or something, and it's like it was this new thing to me because I was so in the mindset of just being at home all the time, and... We had just been working through beers that we already had, which we still which have is, plenty of. Which is very important to do. We yes. really need to work through the beers. And, yeah, and we're still going to keep doing that. But that said, we're going we're gonna to get this in the rotation more. And for that reason, we actually got, we went a little crazy when we went there. And we got enough beers that we're going to have two on the shelf episodes to kind of make up for lost time a little bit. So I think we're going to do them one week after another. So we're doing this one, and then next weekend will be the next one releasing. Um, so hopefully it hits some beers that people have heard about or know about or had interest in or whatever. Um, two of the ones on this episode are more local for us in Maryland, and the other two are not. So pretty balanced. Yeah. But I'm excited. Uh, I think this is a good lineup for us personally, and I'm excited. Okay. Mm. Let's get to tasting. All right. You want to do the first one because you love the can art. I know, because it has a little hedgehog on it. Um, it's it's hands holding a little hedgehog. It, there have been pictures like that out there on social media for a long time. Very cute. <clears throat> so the brewery is American Solera. Yes. And they are out of North Haven, Connecticut. And the beer is called Laurel Roberts. Which is a dry hop Kolsch ale. And it is 5%. Cool. We, whenever we are seeing Kolsch's, we're pretty much on it. Actually, I think we're going to have a Kolsch on the next. We're, we're, yeah, we're having a Kolsch on the next one as well. Uh, the next on the shelf episode. So, um, yeah. Okay, so this is brewed and canned by American Solar in North Haven, Connecticut. Yeah. But distributed by 12%. They do a lot of. Um, distribution. Now, the interesting thing about American Solera is, and I've been really excited to eventually try their beer when we were able to get it, and this is the first time I've seen that we've been able to in Maryland. Uh, the people who started Prairie Artisan Ales did started American Solera. Oh. So they started a Prairie Artisan Ales, got it really popular, had awesome beers, and then they sold it to Krebs Brewing. And moved on and created American Solera. Hmm, so the uh, art prairie, we've really enjoyed prairie stuff in the past. So I've been very interested in American Solera. So let's see how this uh, Laurel Robert Roberts, Laurel Roberts, Roberts is with the little hedgehog. And this is a 12 ounce can. Which I don't think they do anything. I mean, that just makes me think. I, I don't think that prairie does anything other than 12-ounce cans at this point. Okay, here you go. There's your Kizolsh. What does it look like? Very yellow. Very yellow. Very yellow, hazy. Yeah. I mean, I can't I can't see through it at all. Kind of looks like a little bit like a, you know, like lemon juice. 
ish. Got a lot of head to it. I mm-hmm. I usually pour agitated, but this like there's a lot a lot of head that mm-hmm. came out of that. So hopefully it's not over carbonated because I really do hate it when it's over carbonated. Ooh, very crisp, very yes. clean smelling, a little honey, hay. Yeah, crisp is definitely the the very first thing that hit my nose, and I love that smell. Like it's it's been hot. It's, it's started to get a little bit better here in Maryland the past few days, but it's been hot outside. So when you smell something like this and you've been outside, we were outside a little bit today, it's just like, ah, that should be refreshing to drink. Yeah. But yeah, I think you're right. I get a little bit of a citrusy note on it, which most likely is coming from the dry hopping. It smells really good. It smells almost a little creamy too, actually, on the nose, but very clean. Doesn't have as much flavor as I was hoping for. Hmm. There is like a orange peel yeah. flavor in there. Which once again, I'm assuming is coming from that dry hopping. Cause there's actually like an orange flavor, like a very low level orange flavor, and then at the end there's a bitterness that's kind of transitioning to an orange peel, but it's not like the bitterness isn't out of kilter. No, which no, I not like. At all. It's very easy. It's a little more. A lot of the flavor falls off your tongue a little faster yeah. than I assumed it would, but at the same time, like that keeps it light and refreshing, I guess. Right. And it's a little more watery than I wanted. Yeah, I'm. I'm. I was hoping for more flavor. Yeah, I mean, it's got light flavor, but what are you looking for, you know? Yeah, I'm looking for a flavor that stays on my palate a little longer. Well, I wasn't saying you in particular. I was just saying, like, you You know, what are are people looking for more in a dry hopped Kolsch? Especially because this is, I think this would be great for outside. You know, if someone's doing a bunch of stuff. You don't want too much flavor if you're outside in the heat, especially if you're doing any sort of physical activity. So I think this would be really good for that reason because it would... Tastes a little bit refreshing, like you're actually kind of getting hydrated at the same time that you're getting some flavor. So it's got it's got its uh, situations that it would work very yeah, well. Yeah, for sure. I like it. Uh, I mean, I like I it. I just I wish there was more flavor. That low level orange and orange peel flavor is is um, something I'm enjoying. Yeah, that's nice. And I know that you were saying that you were getting, like, a honey note in the mm-hmm. nose. I was getting that as well, and I was actually really glad that that honey note wasn't coming through a ton. You no. do get it, but it's not crazy. Sometimes with beers like this, it can be very, very heavy on the honey, and I don't like it when it's, like, crazy honey. So, I like that about this beer. I like it. It's refreshing. I it is. It's definitely refreshing. Like looking at a little hedgehog. Which is like a mind refresh. Yeah. Which is wonderful. Okay, so the next one is in this... Actually, the last three are 16-ounce cans. So the next one is from a relatively newer brewery, I think within the past year or two in Maryland. And um, Sean Creel, who's been on the show some time ago, uh, but was on numerous times. The last time he checked in with us, he was working for the brewery out of Placentia, California. Since then, he's moved on, and he's working for this brewery, which is part of the reason we picked this up, because I was like, I haven't had anything from the brewery Sean's working for now. 
uh, and that is 1623 Brewing Company, and they are out of Eldersburg, Maryland. Where's, where's Eldersburg, Maryland? I don't know. Is that near Baltimore-ish? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So this is their... I mean, it's not too far from Baltimore. This is their Lupulin Comet, and it's a double IPA. And I like the can art because it's like a hop that's like a a burning comet coming into the atmosphere. And it looks like it's about to hit a pickup truck. Yeah. Um, Which kind of reminds me of the movie Men in Black. When that comet, it's actually a spaceship, comes into the orbit and then it hits the truck. Mm. You know, random. I don't yeah. It's random. Yeah, very right. random. Oh, and the ABV is 9.8. Ooh. That's high. That is high. And you said it's a double IPA. Yeah. Hopefully it's not hazy. Doesn't look at Good. Already I'm some I'm I'm pleased to a degree that it's not a hazy double IPA at almost ten percent alcohol. Cause you know me, and hazies, especially high ABV hazies, they just don't stand up to the alcohol. Ah, this looks so orange. Yeah, very orange. So orange. It's nice and clear. Orangish red. Yeah. That's a pretty color. That color usually indicates to me like if it's on the citrusy side, more like a syrupy marmalade. Yeah. And if it's on the piney side, more of like a sappy n- nose and flavor. So it's a very, like? very, very light nose. Ooh. There is. Hmm. Mango? I'm going to say mango and pineapple. Mango, yeah, definitely on the pineapple. Mango, pineapple, passion fruit, and a little bit of like a caramelly malt kind of mixed in mm-hmm. with that. Yes, I agreed. And a slight pine underlying yeah. all of it. But it's still a light nose, though. There's a lot of flavors going on, but it's not like overly fragrant. Yeah, and it... Almost 10% alcohol, you would think that it would be smelling very, like, viscous, syrupy, and it's not smelling that way. So that gives me hope that it's not, like, a super heavy mouthfeel to it. Yeah. That would be nice. But the nose is nice. I I do like that. Hmm. Oh. That's good. Yeah. Um, This actually reminds me a lot of, like, the early iterations of Double Duck Pin by... Union. Um, I would never guess this is 9.8%. No. Uh-uh. There is a little bit of a syrupiness to it, especially after you take your sec- second sip. And I think part of that is because there's there's like a more serious uh, fruit flavor coming in that's a little bit like um, apricot. It's like a deeper flavor. Yeah, and there's, there's a little bitterness, but not... Too much. And at the end, it's like, it hits it's hit, hits that little bit of pine that I said we were mm-hmm. getting in yeah. the smell, and then transitions to the bitterness, which is a good transition. Uh, up front, I'm getting a lot of kind of like dehydrated apricot, dehydrated orange, mango. Yeah, and it's slightly syrupy. I do get a little bit of the alcohol showing up yeah. after a few sips. But it's not out of kilter, and I enjoy it. 
um, this is good. This yeah. this takes me back to when people were making like legit regular double and imperial IPAs that that like stood up to the alcohol and weren't hazy. I know some other people are still doing it out there, but I just don't see it that often. I just don't. And this is a nice reminder of where we were at one point, and I guess we can be there again. This is good. I like this. Yeah, it's good. Ooh. Mm. Ooh, and I get... The bitterness grows on you. Yeah, a little bit. But I get um, I get a slight grape note in the finish really? after I took a much larger sip of it. And more of that apricot and a slight peach as well. There's just a lot going on with the mm-hmm. flavor. And I dig it. And a little bit of that caramel. Like multi-caramel coming through. It's good. That's a... More complex than I was assuming it would be. And I I think it's tasty. Alright, so did you want to do the next one? Okay, so our next one is... Another local-ish one. It's by Kushwa Brewing Company. Which I don't think we've had any Kushwa on the podcast. We talked about wanting to hit Kushwa at some point with like a, a trip out to Western Maryland, but... I don't think we've had any Kushwa. And they're out of Williamsport, Maryland. And they do date code. Perfect. Oh, 1623 did as well. This one is... I can't read it. It's the the way it went on, it's screwed up. Mm. It, like, went off the side of the can. <clears throat> um, and so this is by Kushwa. It is called Operator Error. It is a dry hopped porter. It's dry hopped with Simcoe and Horizon Hops. Mm. And it is 6%. Oh, something else I, I actually want to point out about the Lupulin Comet is that it says that it's... It says brewer experimentation at its finest. Zero whole leaf hops. Zero pelletized hops. With that said, we delivered a beautifully balanced hoppy double with hop oil, hop hash, and cryogenically frozen and powdered hops. Hmm. So the interesting thing to me about that is that I, a lot of times, don't like how the cryogenically frozen hops are utilized because it can give you, like, this weird menthol-y note or, like, a spice character from it that kind of, like, burns the back of your throat. And that's not happening in that beer, so that's cool. Hmm. But anyway, we are on to the Operator Error Porter, Dry Hop Porter by Kushwa. And you said where they were from? Williamsport, Maryland. There you go. I missed it, sorry. And you said the ABV, I assume? 6%. Thank you. Sorry, I got focused on that can. You weren't listening to anything I said. It happens from time to time because I just, like, my mind just goes somewhere else. Did you rinse me? I don't know. I think so, but... Oh, yeah, you did. Just do some more. Just so it's fresh for you. Like, pour myself some. Guess what? It's dark. Looks like a porter. No big surprise there. You don't have get a lot of dry hopped porters. <clears throat> you don't get a lot of porters, period. No, well, that's true. Especially like straight up porters. It's not like porters with coffee or this or that. Okay. Yeah, pretty dark. So it's dark. It's got a, um, you know, tan head to it. Looks nice. Looks like maybe a little creamy. Man, it smells so good. Ooh. Oh, my. 
the hop character coming together with that like roastiness. Yeah, it sounds really good. That's nice. That's a really nice nose. It kind of reminds me a little bit of like Victory Storm King. Mm. Because that's a pretty well hopped Imperial Stout. So like you get all those like dark roasty notes, but then a really nice hop character. So it's reminding me a little bit of that in the nose. Yeah, it's like so much like chocolate, malt. A little bit ashy on the nose, too. A little ashy, yep. But then there's also, like, with each sniff, you're getting all those things that Rebecca just said, but then on top, it's like this nice citrus that lightly kisses the whole mm-hmm. thing. That smells really good. Man, I love that smell. Mm-hmm. It does smell Ooh, really good. I can't really pick out specifically what the citrus is because it, it it's, it's really, hard it's really to masked. figure that. Yeah, because there's so much going on. It smells really good, though. I love the smell of this. Oh, it's a lot lighter. It is pretty light. Than I was assuming. I mean, it is a porter, so porters are typically going to be lighter. But I'm saying based off the smell, it's a lot lighter than I was assuming. It is very ashy and drying. Mm -hmm. Yes. Yeah, when people think about, like, dry stouts... Like, that, this is kind of like that. Like, it, yeah, it's very drying in the end. There is a very strong ashiness throughout it. The hop character carries through the entire sip for me. hmm Which I dig on. And, um, do you get much of a chocolate to it? No. I don't. Yeah, me neither. There is, like, a quick hint of coffee that shows up with it. Which shouldn't be a big surprise because that can kind of just happen with these maltier beers. I like it though. I do too. I don't like it as much as I thought I would based off the nose. Yeah. But I still like it. Yeah, I want to like it more, but. It's very different. It is. It's a good different. Yeah. No, definitely. I like it though. Um, The. I think it's nice because the the hop character and all those roasty multi notes are on the same level, and they all seem relatively appropriate for the viscosity of the beer and the level of the ABV. Yeah. So. It's it's definitely a well rounded, well balanced beer. Yeah. Agreed. Mm. And our last beer, which is a collaboration. Yeah. Collaboration between two. Should be pretty well-known breweries for people at this point. Uh, one of them I love. I love, love, love this brewery. Uh, so the first brewery is Stone, and the brewery I love, love, love is Modern Times. Now, both of them are out of California. It's out, uh, Modern Times is out of San Diego, California, and um, Stone is out of Escondido, California. Now, this is their Wizards and Gargoyles they collaborated on, and it's a hazy coffee IPA. Now, I'm excited about this because some years ago, Stone did a coffee IPA that was really good. And if there's anything that I think that, well, not just anything, one of the many things I think that our craft beer landscape is missing right now is coffee IPAs. So when I saw this, I was like, oh my gosh, a coffee IPA. Yes, I might not be super happy because it's hazy. hazy. Right, I might not be the happiest because it's hazy, but... I'm willing to give it a try because I'm desperate for a coffee IPA. So, 
But, you know, it's stone in modern times. Like, I feel yeah. like I got to be able to trust that. And it's, uh, this is a 7% beer, so please don't disappoint me. I really don't want to be disappointed by this. I'm going to get super well, sad. Well, when we bought it, the guy at the liquor store said it was good. Yeah, after we already grabbed it. So that was, that was encouraging. I mean, even if he said it wasn't good, I was going to get it anyway. Because, like I said, I don't remember the last time I had a coffee IPA, and I just, I love coffee IPAs, man. I know not a lot of people do, but hey. Does it look like a hazy IPA? Yes. Yeah. Orangish, yellowish. Can't see through it. Got a lot of head hanging around. Ice. Okay, so I smell the coffee. It's very light. It's very light. It's very green and almost kind of vegetal. Like like when you smell like a, a green pepper. Do you agree with me on that? It's like young green coffee. Yeah. Very much so. I mean, it's, it's, for me, it's, the coffee's hard to pick out. I definitely get, well, yeah, I mean, it's not, it's not super strong and it's not super recognizable as straight up coffee because most people, when they would smell this and think about coffee, they would think they're going to get like the really, you know, like medium to dark roast coffee yeah. bean smell. And it's not that. It's like, young green coffee type smell and it's light and like i said like it's also coming off as almost like a green pepper smell to it hmm <clears throat> do you smell anything other than that Mm-mm. i smell i mean i smell a hop character and a little bit of like a yeastiness on the nose like we get a lot of the times with hazy ipas but other than that so i took notes. my first sip and i feel like all i can taste is it's green pepper. Yes. 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 I yeah. Yes. <laughs> and yes. So my first sip's not great. Yeah. I, I, the coffee is falling flat. So, yeah, it's it's definitely there, but it's tasting like green pepper. Like, it's legitimately tasting like a green pepper. Yeah. That's not... And then and then after that, I get, like, that, that yeasty, hazy yeah. IPA note that I don't like in hazy IPAs. Is there anything else there? Not really. There's a little... In between that, like, green pepper flavor... And that yeastiness, I get a quick moment of like a citrus, but it's, it's not, it's not a lot. It's not a lot. I don't, you know, I'm not digging this. No, I'm not either. It's, this is a pretty big disappointment to be honest. I just, I'm not getting any coffee. I, I mean, I'm getting it, it, but it's just, it's, and I get it as coffee for like a nanosecond. And then it just rolls right into that green pepper taste. And that's the problem. Nah, man. They should have just done it with a regular IPA. Well, I, I wonder, I don't know. Did, was, did, did it have to do with whatever beans they used? Was it the fact that it was a hazy IPA? Is there any information on this? No, there's no like flavor text or anything. Because I, I wonder... 
did they use Modern Times coffee beans? Because Modern Times does uh, coffee as well as beer. I've thought about ordering some coffee from them at some point, but just haven't done it yet. We haven't? I thought we have. No. No? No, not, no. I've just talked about it and thought about it before. We No, we haven't done it. They do a lot of barrel-aged coffees, which is why I've talked about it so much, because I love a nice barrel-aged coffee from time to time. I just keep, but, like, sipping it and, like, trying to find that coffee, and... I don't just, I don't get it at all. It's there. It's just it's just manifesting as this like green pepper and it's just it's just not that it doesn't work, man. It doesn't work. And this is mm, it says enjoy by November 27th and when we're recording it's what September 7th 6th, September 6th. Um it's only been in the can for less than 2 months, so I don't I don't know. What? But that's actually a little bit weird. It's a hazy IPA, and they're giving its lifespan four months? That doesn't seem right. <laughs> that doesn't yes. seem right. Because hazy IPAs are not very shelf-stable. A regular IPA, I would say, don't have it after three months. So this is a less stable version of an IPA that I would say don't have after three months. And on top of that, they're saying four months for it. That doesn't jive with me. I don't like this beer. I'm going to finish what's in my glass just out of obligation, but I don't like this beer. Ugh, God damn it. Yeah, it's disappointing. If you slug it, take like a really large gulp of it, you actually do end up getting a little more coffee. Yeah. But it's still not enough. No. It's not even close to enough. I'm going to need a little retaste on a few of these beers just to figure out where I want to rank. I already know my number four. Yeah. Very clearly bringing up the rear. Very clearly bringing up the rear. <laughs> And everyone else knows, too. Mmm. That cold's just tasting even better now. Is it? Here, just take a sip out of my glass. Well, because after going through those three that were, like, heavier on flavors, mm. to, like, go back, it's, like, more refreshing. Yes. There's, there's a little bit more of that citrus showing yeah. up in it. That's nice. I like that. And then, let me, real quick, hit the porter again. Mm-hmm. Ooh. That porter's actually tasting a little bit... A little heavier, I think, right now. Here, you try. Heavier? Yeah, well, it's it's tasting a little bit richer. A little less... A little mm, less... Okay, uh, I can see that. Yeah. That's interesting. And then the lupulin comment again. Mmm. Okay. You know what you're doing? Yeah, I know my ranking. Okay. So my top three, not super far from each other. My bottom my bottom one, that beer sucks. Let's yeah. be honest. That is, that is a piece of shit. And uh, Stone, I'm mad at you. Modern Times, I'm mad at you. Oh. Because I liked you guys, especially Modern Times. Well, I mean, I think Stone brewed it. Um... 
But it is a collaboration. You're going to put your name on it. That You know, this sucks, man. That makes me... I'm really disappointed. Because I was really excited to get a coffee IPA. Yeah. And then it tastes like... Just tastes butthole. like crap, man. It tastes yeah. like butthole. <laughs> it does taste like a, you know, green pepper's butthole. It's not good. So that's my number four. Once again, that's the... Wizards and Gargoyles by Stone in Modern Times, Hazy Coffee IPA, blah, blah, blah. My number three is going to be the Kushwa Operation Error, which is the Dry Hopped Porter. I dig that beer. Mm-hmm. I like that. Um, I think we should have more Dry Hopped Porters and Stouts and Imperial Stouts like that. Um, it's a nice flavor profile. My number two is going to be the American Solera's Laurel Roberts, which is the dry hopped Kolsch style ale. That's really nice. It's really refreshing. As it warms up, there's more of the dry hopping coming through with a nice citrusiness. That's a good beer. That that could be a nice kind of like go-to for me when I'm not feeling like going super hard on flavor, but I want some flavor. I like that. Although that was expensive. So, mm. <laughs> uh, so we the, won't be doing that. <laughs> right, right, right. Plus, you know, we don't get a lot of their stuff, so I don't even know if I could buy an entire six-pack of, right. of the beer. And then, obviously, my number one is the 1623 Brewings Lupulin Comet Double IPA. That's really tasty. There's a lot of flavor to it. It doesn't taste like 10%. No. It is a very complex flavor profile, and like I said before, it's taking me back to the, the golden age of really good Imperial Stout, or Imperial Stouts, Imperial IPAs. <laughs> so, okay. yep. So mine's a little bit different. My number four is the Wizards and Gargoyles. <clears throat> My number three is the... Laurel Roberts. Laurel Roberts. Okay. My number two is the Lupulin Comet. Comet. Okay. And my number one is Operator Air. Cool. All right. Sounds good. But um, Stone in Modern Times, if any of you hear this, we're going to dump that beer. Yeah. You really let me down. Like, you really let me down. <laughs> Carlin's pissed. Well, I, I'm more heartbroken than anything, to be honest. Because Heart, heartbroken. I, I am, because here's the thing. I feel like you can usually t- trust Stone. That's one thing. Flavor-wise, you can usually trust Stone. I feel like you can always trust Modern Times. And I love Modern Times a lot. And when's the next time I'm going to get to try a coffee IPA? Yeah. You guys just ruined my year. You guys are worse than COVID. <laughs> Stop. This no beer is worse than COVID right now. No. Don't say that. <laughs> COVID is worse. <laughs> I know. I'm kidding. But, you know, if anyone from Stone and or Modern Times heard this and you guys want to make it up to me and make me feel better, you could email me at BrutalBattlePodcast at gmail.com and tell me you're sending beer. Yeah. That's the way you make it up. The only way to make it up to them. And the other thing is, we had both of you breweries for Brewery Showcase. That's true. We have. In the past. We have. So, you owe me. (laughs) Carlin's going to go wallow in his sadness now. Well, really, I'm going to wallow in this lupulin comment. Because that will help me feel better, honestly. So, now I want more of the 1623 stuff. I'll have, yeah. to talk to, I'll have to talk to uh, Sean and see what his recommendations for their stuff is. Like, which ones are the best. Yeah. So, yeah. But, um, fun times being back yeah, to this. Yeah, it's nice to be back to yeah. sh- uh, on the shelf. Yeah, especially because it's, it's just fun to, like, 
crack open beers that I haven't been looking at every time I open my fridge. Yeah, something new. <laughs> it's just like, I know this is in there. It's been sitting in there. Yeah, so. But lots of fun. Uh, people, if you want to reach out to us, have feedback or suggestions or whatever, you just want to say hi. BrutalBattlePodcast at gmail.com. Um, you guys should pester Stone in Modern Times about this this flub. And then, uh, yeah. Rebecca's doing the Instagrams, though. Yep. Brutal Battle Podcast. Check us out on Instagram. Because she's doing a good job with that. I'm terrible at social media because I just don't care. Rebecca's doing a good job with the Instagram. I'm just posting our our weekly. That's way better than what I'm doing. Our weekly pictures <laughs> of um, podcast episodes. And uh, in between, sometimes a little bit here, a little bit there about what yeah. we're drinking on the reg. Yeah. Because we drink off podcast. Yeah. So, yeah. But thanks, everyone, for checking this out. Really do appreciate it. Until next time. Keep it brutal. Keep it brutal.